You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hey there, how's it going? Uh, I am Anna. I'm here with Paul, and we are here to talk classic games, as the name of the episode stated, as was said before, so I don't need to say it now. Yeah, and you know, frankly, Hope already says it. She does. Uh, she does a bloody brilliant job. This is Anna's point. I'm. I'm just. I'm just shamelessly stealing it. But Anna's like, look, listen. Uh, Hope. Hope says it. Just. Just. She knocked it out of the park. It's as clean and well put as you could do it. Why do I have to follow that act and butcher it every week, week in and out? It's so like. Cute. You know what show it is. Please, please don't, please don't make me do this anymore. So I was like, okay, <laughs> let's maybe just start it like you're answering a phone call. And and that was better. I don't think we're there yet. I think we're, no. we're going to have to try another approach next week. Work. But yeah, maybe not explaining what I'm doing after attempting to do it. But I mean, keep in mind, guys, this is this is real time. You're hearing the show change and morph before your very ears. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My cat might have give, uh, given birth in the last few minutes, and I'm serious. Um, oh, but, congratulations! But you know, the show bloody goes on. No, it's a terrible thing. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want anymore. I don't like cats anymore. I, um, they, they, they talked me out of it. I used to love them. Um, well, <clears throat> I'm not taking one of them, so you can keep them. Yeah, well. The last three emails you got returned, so that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm not in Abu Dhabi, you know. So. <laughs> All right, we got, speaking of Abu Dhabi, we got mm-hmm. we got Gabriel Knight for you guys, which is awesome. And and the, you got Abu Dhabi, you say. Well, he has a bookstore, <laughs> and in that bookstore, there is a book on Abu Dhabi, probably. So. Yeah, there's a book on just about anything in that bookstore and you have to click long and hard and fast to find them all. Exactly. Exactly. And, and of course we're talking about St. John's bookstores in new Orleans, uh, where my car is currently at this very moment. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, it's super weird, but you know, I'm not there, but my car is in, in the <laughs> spirit of this episode. And, um, and so Gabriel Knight is, is, He's 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 a guy in a bookshop, and and he works there with Grace Nakamura. Uh, he Gabriel's an author. Uh, you know he's got layers, and he's he's uh well. Let's let me give you the quick synopsis. All right, this is you're you're browsing Blockbuster Video because this is a movie for some reason, and you flip the back of the box over, and it's like the voodoo murder is happening, and Gabriel wants to use uh, those as material for his bloody book or whatever. Are the murders just hype from the press and the town, or is there something more supernatural going on? Also, what about Gabriel's family heritage, and how does that tie in? Also, uh, I didn't. I just wrote also one last time and didn't finish the note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, listen, that's that's what's going on here. It's got a lot of layers. I played it uh, many times over over the last decade or so. Um, Anna just played it. So, so you're going to get two different perspectives on, on, on it today. <clears throat> you bring up a fantastic point. This game is, as you say, layered. It, it's clearly written by an author, which it is. We'll get into that uh, as well. It, it's like you expect it to be just a basic game. There's crime, there's voodoo, but no, uh, there's 
there's just so much going on that you get into the storyline and it gets you into the game and can help you pass some of the more frustrating aspects of playing an old school point and click game, even in the modern day. Yeah. Now you, you bring up a really awesome point. That's why th- this game stands out for me. It's always, it's kind of always been in like my top, probably top three or five. Cause it's the, the backbone of the game is just like amazing writing from, from of course, Jane Jensen and, and just, yeah, it's, it's, it stands out as, as, something a story on its own that's extremely interesting and like you just so happen to get to play it as well like it would it would read as a well i mean it is a a standalone book also but um but yeah you can you can tell it was written by a, a a real real writer you know an actual like storyteller who uh studied the craft you know like that level of 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 storytelling of writing um which which you know is is probably if not definitely ridiculously common nowadays at least um you know in in more major titles and things like that but back in the day um you know that was uh that wasn't that wasn't necessarily the thing you might have you might think it was you know it's like well of course they're professional writers like well (laughs) 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 Uh, for better or worse oftentimes better but regardless Mm -hmm. to say yeah this this is a special game this is the game that for the lucas players i'm always like look listen (laughs) buddy if you're going to, I say it like that too, you know, it's just, that's, it's, it's a parental trick. You throw both at them like a left, right, look, listen, and like it knocks them out. They're dazed for a second, like shit, you know, they, they pay attention. They don't know why. And you're like, mm-hmm. this is the, this is the one Sierra game. Uh, the, 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 if you're going to play one, play this. Like it's, it's, it's even somewhat close to a LucasArts style game in a way, but also not at all. Anna. Your thoughts. I mean, how else? What can you do? Okay, I'm trying to tell my kids that this game is something. I'm like, how do I convince kids that this game is something outside of the amazing art? Well, I mean, Mm. I can kind of just listing stuff off. Have you ever seen Star Wars? Potentially. Have you heard of Mark Hamill? Have you heard of Leah Ramini? Maybe. Have you heard of Tim Curry? (laughs) Do you know Worf from, you know, have you heard of Michael Dorn? Any of, I mean, you can connect with anybody in any generation. Why wouldn't uh... you play this? (laughs) <laughs> you bloody uh, bloody king and the queen's guy or whatever what's your what's your mm-hmm. what's your tonic you know <laughs> star exactly. trek we got your star treks your star wars we got yeah we, we got it all because yeah it's i think you listed the names right because that's our due diligence if you will we have to say the thing because you know we're claiming we're, we're not claiming to be an authority on this we're, we're actually the opposite uh but but i think you know people see a podcast and they're like, oh, they must know what they're talking about. So certain things we got to mm-hmm. say, like Leah Remini, um, mm-hmm. uh, who was and great. That she was and, in Saved it, by the Bell, which is where I originally knew her from before King of Queens. And I thought she was super hot. See, I didn't know that. You told me that again for the first time just now, because I think you did this to me last time. Oh, yeah, that's right, everybody. We did this entire episode <laughs> a week of bloody go or two or something. I don't even know what yeah. is time. Jesus yeah. Christ, <clears throat> we um, we yeah, we uh, we 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 did the, we did the whole thing, and there was a problem with it. Uh, but you know, here we are again. We're we're doing we're doing it again. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> we, uh, we like this game so much, we just can't stop. But yeah, she we you did find out before, and I'm like, she was awesome in Saved by the Bell, and you're like, when was she in Saved by the Bell? And I'm like, oh, it was like the colleges, and it was later on, and she was the daughter of the guy who owned the beach house where Zach and all of his friends worked, and she was a great like sexual interest contrast to the others there, and so she she started off in a, in a pretty awesome position there. 
Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't know that, and I bet you you taught a lot of people that too just now for the second time. But like, I will <laughs> say too that 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 she, in my opinion, is the strongest voice actor in the cast. I, I think brilliant. she, I think she just kills it. Like she's she's a nat- she's a bloody natural at it. Like like the, the, uh, say what you will about uh, Tim Curry's part, which we could talk about in a second because I want to get your opinion on it, but. But yeah, she's just like rock solid. I mean, Michael Dorn's good too, but he's kind of just wharf, so it's weird. But it fits. <laughs> it fits because he's you know he, he's this giant you know menacing you know voodoo um, priest, like six foot six yeah. looking guy. Because Gabriel's supposed to be tall, I believe. Anyway, um, but let's just let me just ask you, what, what do you think of the voice acting? We got a that's that's a that's a bloody hot button topic for this game. Is always the voice acting. So let's 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 hump that real quick and move on. So, yeah, I, I really like the voice acting in as much as I like the voice acting in any game because I'm I'm often impatient with it. And I like I'll leave the voice acting on and then listen to them say some of it, read through the thing and then cut them off before they're done talking. And for me personally, that's no problem. But when there's people around me and I'm trying to play a game, I feel like, well, I don't feel like they say, wow, that's pretty annoying. Eh, oh, n- uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, the, the narrate the the actual voice acting was good. I know they had the pros. I didn't actually know the first time through who all played who, so I didn't even know all of the uh, voices were involved in it. I didn't know Michael Dorn was with the voodoo guy. <laughs> Sorry, that's my cat. I, I didn't know that he was the voodoo guy, but of course it makes sense. I, I actually tried to go into this game uh, as virginially as I could. Like I tried not to learn about it or or know anything about it. I didn't even know it had a pint system like built into it while I was playing it. I didn't use it. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, the, the narrator made a huge difference in the game as well. I found uh, the original narrator, it kept it pretty static. He kind of had that little bit of a snark, but not so much as you felt silly doing things. You kind of felt like the narrator in this game was working with you. He was like your buddy. You guys are working on the game together. And then I didn't even realize you had a choice. So when I went and did a second playthrough and then I, I had the other narrator, the lady from New Orleans, and, and she was kind of making me feel bad for doing things. She's just like, oh, yes, okay put that over there but but she'd make it sound like it was silly that I would even think to put it over there in the first place but not quite in like a Gary Owens kind of a way so like I wasn't as much of a fan of that narrator as I was of the male narrator in this game yeah well I'm really I'm glad you touched on it because that's that's probably probably the one point I really wanted to get to with it with this episode in regards to the game as far as having uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing, let's say, unique or new to say to a certain degree about a game of, of you know, of this age for, for our listeners, because, you know, they, they uh, watch the YouTube videos, too, and they obviously are looking for, for material on this kind of stuff like we are, hence, hence why they're listening. So there's not a lot of new things to say about old stuff. Um, but something that I don't hear talked about a lot is is the, the, the tale of two tones to steal a, a title of a Pushing Up Roses video, because... This game, this game has two tones depending on the narration, and 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 I'll just say real quick that that comes from a, a police quest video from Pushing Up Roses, which her channel's awesome. Check her out and check that video. I don't agree with that video, by the way. I don't think it's two tones, but I'm, <laughs> well, I won't get into that. Um, if they, <laughs> but if, if for some reason that open-ended statement I just made angers somebody, you know, send a bloody email <laughs> and we'll we'll do 
we'll do an episode we'll do you know a patreon thing about it or something but uh listen <laughs> i did the listen thing again sorry i've been having to get my son's attention a lot this week um <laughs> hey listen hey listen look listen <laughs> it's like <laughs> scolding the audience i feel like a, a could some of them driving right now just snap to the attention like what Jesus Christ man right sorry so anyway <laughs> um the tale of two tones thing with this is that in in my opinion the the Virginia Capers narration um yeah it's 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 probably too slow like it's it, it is it's charming for a while and then she mm-hmm. either berates you when you do stuff wrong as you said it's easy to do stuff wrong because of the control system in this game which is the the big critique and we'll get to that later. Um, but that that does bait you into getting yelled at even more by her. And and to the point of the actual tonal difference is that the Virginia Capers is the is kind of a representation almost of like Sierra. Like there's a, <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's there's like mm-hmm. a just breaking your balls, just just coming at you all the time. Like it, it's 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 kind of in a in a jokey way, but also in like a relentlessly bullish way, and and which is. You know, a lot of times is fun, and, and in a good Sierra way. Obviously, we're big Sierra fans. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, if this if this was your first episode, yeah. <laughs> don't worry <laughs> about it. Like, oh, um, Sierra haters! No, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Don't worry about it. We, um, but 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 um, it change. Yeah, it's it, it changes the tone. But but I guess th- there is there is another element of this game that is inherently sierra i guess w- without the narration the, like there is still like a slapstick ridiculousness about it where like if you were to squint your eyes the the experience could be called spooky i guess you know um thriller e ish uh, especially mm-hmm. with this especially with the soundtrack but but that's only like with blurred vision because like if you're really watching it and experiencing it it's kind of ridiculous like like most Sierra games, like it has a lot of like silliness, just 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 mm-hmm. bonkers, silly. There's no other word but silly. Just just ridiculous stuff that goes on, almost space questy at points. And and did you notice that? Like the kid when with the whole thing with the kid dancing in the hot dog vendor, and then he loses his piece of paper that's painting and super important to him, but nobody can reach it except for this kid specifically. Right. Right. Like, it's like, yeah, because you're a grown up, you can't just like reach over the fence and grab the piece of paper. You have to like create this whole complex storyline that takes up a good portion of the day just to deal with this like piece of art so that he can represent another piece of art. So I get it. Like, and I get the plot progression, but it's just, you know, silly Sierra stuff. Because <laughs> actually that one is even more confusing because that that actually brings up the control scheme being a little bit uh, silly because you have to like get a coupon for the hot dog vendor out of the cash register but to open the cash register you have to click the door icon which means open generically but in my head I'm like why would I open the door of the cash register I did the use icon on the cash register which I mean it's like oh you can't open it oh okay I'm going to ignore that so I spent forever wandering around what to do and how I could get a hot dog from the hot dog vendor (laughs) yeah 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 
And, and you know, I, I guess before I switch on the controls, um, I, I will just say that I, I really I love the ridiculousness of it. And honestly, I think that, mm-hmm. that the reason this is probably like in my top three is because mm-hmm. in a sense, even the game I'm doing right now is kind of the idea that I just explained where it's like, exactly. if you if you squint <laughs> your eyes, it's spooky, like spooky, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of spooky. And 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 just for for the for the fun of it for the kind of energy or vibe the 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 hopefully like the similar happiness that halloween brings people like that kind of mm-hmm. spooky and and then the story itself is like a, you know there's moments of in gabriel night of it just being silly or aloof or downright funny or or not of course but but yeah anyway so i, well, I, I love that about scenes. it but yeah yeah well you know god some of the destinies are fucking brutal Ooh. they're brutal and then you're just like oh yeah Oh yeah, yeah, you're dead. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna open your shirt and and draw your uh, tattoo. Yeah, cool. And and you know what? Even if you forget to tell the police officers about the death, I mean that the story still progresses. And then he'll just kind of be left there, but then he'll disappear. But yeah, that one or the professor dying, and you're like, yeah, no biggie. I'm just gonna search around your drawers and and just kind of wander away. S- sucks yeah. you died though. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so Laura Bow. I mean, this this game is is so much uh, Laura Bow in, in my head. In in so many ways, it's it's a great follow up to the series. In yeah, a way. I have that completely in common with you. And actually, I don't think I don't think we've actually really discussed that before. So so mm-hmm. uh, in a candid sense or genuinely, I, I've always grouped the two, both the Laura Bow games and this together uh, as as just oh. like one one like sierra masterpiece in a sense where it's like all right like like if you give me those th- those three games and the space quest series like i i, I could mm-hmm. you know i could just i could just wander off or whatever um sorry i was getting a curse and I, I, my son's next to me and it kind of ruined my 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 flow there but um <laughs> Actually, you know, you bring up a great point that another like this. How does this game pull you in? Why is it different? Because like all of a sudden uh, you're leaving um, Magentia's house and you're asking her questions and and you leave and then Gabe's just like, ah, shit. And I'm like, what did I just hear a video game from the 1990s say to me? Because, okay, maybe I'm a little bit more sheltered, but in a Sierra game. I've never, I had personally never encountered that. And there was a couple of swears here and there, you know, saying bitch or saying shit or whatever, but it was, it was cool. It was more real. It felt a little bit more off the cuff, uncensored. Like I'm playing something that's kind of happening real life wise, not like I'm playing something formulaic and everything that's supposed to happen is going to happen anyways. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> no, you're absolutely right. And it's just the, the, with the, the way the dialogue trees were, the locational aspects, as far as you know, having free free reign of the map, um, it it did it did it did really kind of everything right. Like I, I know I have a bias, and and I think I don't know. I, I I guess on the contrary, I think we've spent a lot of this whole intro really to going over, growing going over critiques. So I, th- I think it's fair. You know, it's it's uh, it's like that's that will do right. It's it's I'm officially officially being honest about it but but now is the kind of point where i'd say like there's this game kind of just did everything right for me where where it gave me that that um i don't know this this game and fate of atlantis to me i have a have a mm-hmm. uh i don't know they're they're almost like the uh like a i just i, I don't know comic books well enough damn it i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna be like bloody you know batman and spider-man like who's the top from marvel and dc it's kind of like 
it's kind of like that where where I would say like Fate of Atlantis is is uh is LucasArts is is Ziz uh perfect mm-hmm. game and and Gabriel Knight is is perhaps the the closest to perfect um that that Sierra did. Mhm. Yeah, it it is and I mean now now I've learned this since we've recorded the last episode because I'd, I'd been mildly complaining about the control system and, and how many controls you had to click through to get because like I kept losing where they were and then I'd, I'd skip over the one that I wanted to get to. Like I wanted to get to the question mark, but I'd get to the exclamation mark. And then uh, the interview with uh, Jane Jensen there and she's like, oh, yeah, it, people were writing in and saying that the games were too simple, the interactions were too simple, and so we we went out of our way to make it slightly more complicated to appease the players. And and I personally was thinking, like, what did you get? One letter? What? Like, could you? I can't even imagine more than two. Saying, "Wow, Sierra games are too easy. Can you please go out of your way to make them harder for me, please?" Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. That the, the, I I I didn't think about that because this is, you know, it's, it's Jane Jane Co. Um, I, I think it would be I, maybe even generous to say Co. Co. Did uh, King's Quest Six. I'm not I'm not quite sure, but but either way, I did it with Revert, and and that was prior to this, and and that was every bit of King's Quest game as far as being, um, mm-hmm. what would you say? Uh, not at all simple, you know, just right. not, at not all. something you'd be like, man, give me, please give me more. You know, it's more like you're bleeding out on the floor, dialing a <laughs> 900 line um, for help. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that's a bit strange. But I mean, I, I don't know. I I guess I know there was people that, that didn't like point and click in general. Right? Like, uh, well, you you fought it, too, and, and to a degree, like when when Larry came out and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like found point and click. Like maybe that's that's what she's alluding to the nature of point and click being simple. Um, Actually, you're right. You know what? You you just blew my mind just a little there. I didn't even think about that. Of course, I thought point and click was too simple because I missed the parser games. I'm one of those people that would have written that stupid letter I was just making fun of. I am. Right. Okay. Okay. This oh is my good. God. We're, we're progress. <laughs> you know, we're learning. Is- <laughs> we're growing. <laughs> wow. Am I one of them? Like. That's what happens. You get older and I look back and I'm like, wow, was I really that opinionated back then? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, to be fair, I, I saw the, the, the angle you just you took and run, ran with was, was just the overall difficulty of the game. So that's I <laughs> totally see where you're coming from. But yeah, I guess I guess if, if Jane was breaking it down just, just to c- controls, it would be like, all right, you know, you guys miss Parser. You think point and click's too simple? Then bloody have at it. And um <laughs> She showed them. They showed them. I mean, this, it's it's not simple. It's it's no. it's a pain in the ass, and it's it's <laughs> it, uh, it's I don't know. There's there's something almost charming about it in the sense that like even with a walkthrough in 2021, you can't really escape it. You know, you're not mm-hmm. gonna find. You know, I mean, even if the walkthrough like tells you exactly which thing to have, like it, it's just. You're not going to escape it even now, and there's something kind of nice about that. It's nice to just be kind of effed in the A by an adventure game sometimes. It is. This game did. It did it to me hard on on one of my subsequent playthroughs. Subsequent playthroughs, I forgot to get the sequin off of the gypsy lady's scarf before I gave it back to her when she dropped it when she was doing the dance or the fortune teller lady at the park. And then it wouldn't let me finish the damn, like the next day, the professor wouldn't die no matter what I tried. 
I just, he wouldn't die. He wouldn't die. He wouldn't die. I ended up just starting it all over again. And I don't know if that, like, I don't think it was a lock. I think I'm I like a soft lock. I must've just been missing something because anywhere I looked online, they said that wasn't, but yeah, I just, it's still tricky. And I mean, that's me sitting there with walkthroughs and video walkthroughs. If I need them, I've got the internet if I need it, but I was trying so, so hard to just make it through on my own. Uh, but it, it was kind of tricky. The game was kind of tricky all around. I mean, as an adult too, making all the connections, figuring things out. Yeah, it's it's the kind of game that, that first of all, taking taking physical notes is probably a good idea, even though yeah, nobody really to. talks about it. it it's yeah, you it's so have to. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those things you have to keep in mind. I guess you'd say that that in 1993, you you weren't you weren't that far removed from from the notion of taking hand, I mean, it was still happening much less removed. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to tell you to do it or, or, or feel like you should maybe like Colonel's bequest does a good job or, or Laura Bo does a great job of nudging you into it. But, but if you don't get the vibe enough from Gabriel, like, yeah, it's, it's a really good idea too, because the, the dialogue trees are, are intense. And that brings me to, to the other thing you need or, or is heavily recommended, which is just, complete uh like set yourself up for success in the sense of achieving like full immersion like like you know get headphones like noise canceling situations going on if you got kids kind of thing like you you the more immersed and the Mm -hmm. more like focused on this game if you if you i guess i'm trying to say is that if you if you give the game a chance the benefit of a doubt and focus on it it'll probably grab you pretty hard and and you'll kind of fall into it but Without that, mm-hmm. it's 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 it could look like a daunting task of just dialogue trees. Um, so it's, you know, oh it's kind God. of the it's kind of the perspective in that sense. And like I know mm-hmm. having having a kid, and like I know I've already I already have that that one golden experience with this game out of the way. So any other time I play it, if I'm interrupted, it's not a huge deal because I've already played it. So that being said, like I never get through it immersed anymore because I because of the kid factor, and and it's way harder when when you're half paying attention. Or, or mm-hmm. just, or even paying like normal amount of attention. Like you really got to focus <laughs> on this game because it's, you have to treat the, the characters in the game like, like real humans as far as like listening to them when they talk. And, and a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, including myself, aren't the greatest listeners all the time. So, <laughs> you know, sharpen that shit up when you're playing this game. And don't just talk to each person about each thing once. Keep talking to them about each thing until they repeat themselves. It might be seven, eight, or nine times. And also keep waiting for that do-do-do-do, the little the little chime when you get your points. Because you might find when you ask that one person one thing six times, on that sixth time, you'll get your points that you're looking for. And you know at that point you can progress the story a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, if any of this, again, sounds like daunting, I, I have to stop and pause and say that, like, the, the story is just, is so good. It's so mm-hmm. worth it. It is, it is again, it's, it is written by somebody with actual talent and a lot of it. <laughs> and, 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 and the subject matter, uh, as far as, like, a deep dive into voodoo is mm-hmm. appreciated. And what Jane Jensen does brilliantly in my opinion um is she kind of blurs the line between historical fact and and her own brand of fiction and Mm -hmm. she does it so well that like especially after gabriel knight 2 um like she did it so well in that game that that when i finished the game i spent like the next week just just on google bloody learning everything i could 
about Wagner, about about like you know just just every location that I was just at, uh, you know all the all the real life players because I wanted to see. I wanted to see what was true and what wasn't like I knew, you know, I knew the werewolf part probably wasn't true, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but there's, there's a lot of little aspects. There's a lot of like really believable gossip and shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like rumors and this and that and like sexuality and like just all kinds of things where it's like, where's the line? Like what, what was true? And, and that's why like without, you know, having a certificate, a certificate in, uh, in what a good writer is, I can say that for me, she's an amazing writer because I can't tell when she's bending history or not. And, and mm-hmm. it's the same could be said with, with this game, obviously, in the sense that, you know, there's, there's, it's based on voodoo. A lot of it's true. Like an example, like the way the way that voodoo has been handled in the game has been critiqued. I mean, anything from, you know, the early nineties brought into like the, the modern thing and weighed against modern times is there's going to be critique. Like, well, I don't know about the way they handled the voodoo thing and blah, blah, blah. And like, we're, we've never been that kind of show. Cause like, it's just, that's also serious and stuff. So I, I'm not going to do that, but I'm just going to say that like a, a good example um, is like there, there's like a, a serpent god like Dambala and, and in the game mm-hmm. it's like he crushes all in its coils and um, in in reality when it comes to voodoo there is a Dambala but it's like benevolent and kind right and <laughs> I, I, I'm not even sure people are offended about that I would just simply say that like you know again this is this is like what she does she takes history and, and bends it to fit it to to you know to uh, turn into a, a fictional story for our enjoyment. So, like, you know, totally relax if you're offended, because it's mm-hmm. it, that's you know this is officially fiction at this point. Um, and I, and I think it's brilliant. Like, it's definitely it's kind of my flavor in a sense where it's like it's really cool navigating waters where it's like I'm either learning or having you know or having a good time. Because if this isn't like a fact or a real person, this is like you know good writing. And so yeah, it's really cool. And uh, I guess the last thing I'll say, I'll just I'll pass on to you for for a bit while I catch my breath and you know drink some water is that um, there's a lot of real locations in this game as well. Um, well, as well compared to Gabriel Knight 2, but there's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. real locations like Jackson Square and, and St. Louis Cemetery, um, or Cemetery Number 1, as my note says. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the, the Napoleon House. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's you learn a lot of history through the locals when you're talking to them. You know, obviously there's some of them are there to serve a plot and sneak in again some some things that sound like history that are actually just fiction. And so that's that for me, that's just like so much fun where it's like, this is mm-hmm. so cool. Like I'm either, I'm either learning about like this really crazy, the crazy energy that new Orleans really has and always has had in history and stuff like that. I'm either learning about that in voodoo or, or I'm being like kind of tricked. Um, and I signed up to be, so that's cool too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, that's that's what we're looking for. <laughs> that's exactly what we're looking for when when you're playing uh, a game like that. You want to you want to get immersed. You want to get tricked, and maybe you even care enough about the story that you want to know a little bit about the characters that are in the game. And that's cool too, because Gabriel is writing a book. He's going to ask questions. So there you are after hugging your grandma, and you want to find out a little bit about her, a little bit about your father, a little bit. Of, about your mother are you are you forwarding the plot are you just finding out stuff about people same with your friend Mosley at the police station 
if you want to find out personal details, it doesn't get you any points. It doesn't really accomplish much of anything, but you can just ask them about themselves. Like, hey, tell me a random fact about you. And they'll spit out like 10, 15, even more random little facts about them or from Mosley, a story about when you guys were younger. I mean, not only are you learning this alternative history, but you can really care about these characters that are that are super fleshed out in a way that I don't often see in a video game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it is, and like you said, it's got that that charming. Just my favorite thing about you know the Sierra games is just just the, the the you have to appreciate the amount of dedication when it comes to flavor text and 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 repet, um you know unique text let's say and, and things like that like they they just they go all in and like you said it's really fun if you want to sit there and just listen to Han Solo or the Joker or whatever you, you see him as. Uh, just you know, just riff for a while with 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 mm-hmm. um, Tim Curry like across the room from him in a vocal booth. <laughs> but uh, in a Sierra game, it's 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 a great time. It's 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 as fun as it sounds like. Like it's almost it almost begs to be reminded. Like hey, don't don't get so um, direct line right. That's a, a term mm-hmm. from horse training, right? Because predators, which humans are, and is, uh, is is are direct line thinkers. We're A to B. Like get the thing, start and and get there and. Like this is a good game. Adventure games in general are, are great games to not be like that in. Like just mm-hmm. buddy, it's the it's literally the, the the journey, not the destination. When you play this game, or if you're inspired to play it again, like just don't, don't rush to the ending. Just take your time. Re you know see hear all the things Mark Hamill had to say, um, mm-hmm. or don't. You know there's also that because you know you know fuck me. I don't I, I don't I don't know. Oh, the music, too. You can get Um, immersed. Robert Holmes did amazing music. The the atmosphere, the sets, the tone. I mean, think about it in a video game. You have to listen to the same sort of couple of bars, maybe, you know, maybe a bit more, a couple of repeats, a couple of times over and over and over and over and over and over. And depending on how tricky the game is, maybe for hours depending on the location and and you're setting so many different moods you've got so many different genres and styles in one game it's it's really amazing that uh the way it all came together it it flows oh my god does the music ever flow in this game the the soundtrack to this game i would have deemed too literally overkill and like overqualified (laughs) for what it for for a point and click adventure game if not for if mm-hmm. not for the exact game it was paired with like the cast right <laughs> it, it, you're it, just it's like this cast is too overqualified for the with. <laughs> yeah 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 that's actually exactly exactly <laughs> exactly I mean, I, I, yeah robert's robert's work on this is it's it's beautiful it's just like as as a musician uh myself you know for a living and everything like that like just just crazy respect. Whew. Yeah, you listen. You listen to what he does, and it's like this. You know, this piece belongs in a museum. <laughs> and and you know, it's here we we uh, kind of kind of blessed in a sense to have it in a, in a series game. It's pretty awesome. So it's, yeah, buddy, buddy, cheers to Robert. He's he's amazingly talented. And and for anybody who doesn't know, it's just the, the sweetest, happiest ending in the sense that if you didn't know that 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 Jane and Robert are they're a bloody thing, Anna. And it's uh, adorable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> They've been together for, for a long time. And uh, yeah, so that's talented uh, I I, family, talented kids, talented. I had the pleasure of having a, a chance to do an, an 
online Twitch session with uh, Robert Holmes a, a little while ago, and, and Ken Allen came on, and, and it was great thanks to uh, Roberta Vaughn. So I just, it's like a dream, right? You play these games, you hear the music, and then all of a sudden, here it is 2021, you're having conversations with people. Uh, yeah, it's something. Yeah, yeah, no, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I was talking is. to him the other day, you know, da, 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 da. it's like you like, you know, interviewing some of the some of the wonderful people we've interviewed on this podcast. It's like, oh, yeah, I just happened to have interviewed a person that made a game that I absolutely changed my life when I was growing up. Which person? Oh, there's a few of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Life, life is bloody good. It's a good time to be a Sierra fan. It's all kinds of good stuff going on. <laughs> finally before like my whole life growing up people are like adventure game i'm sorry i'm not be meaning to be rude to all my friends but that's what y'all say i'd be like oh yeah come over and watch me play an adventure game you can try it too how do i play oh you type things oh that's fun yeah it's a tough sell you're right mm. it's mm -hmm. I've tried it so many times on on so many people, and I've not I've not Same. not so gotten it yet. No. Yeah, and it's like you think you're gonna win. You think you're gonna win the anti video game crowd. You know, the, not anti, but the the people that just just video the video games aren't a part of their life. I want to say mm -hmm. ethos, but I don't know if that's right. So, buddy, <laughs> who cares? Um, and it's like, hey, listen, look, listen, I get it right the jumping the running the shooting it's all very stressful it seems superfluous <laughs> <laughs> dream with me will you you know buddy it's a story it's 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 it's, it's like a, a beautifully painted book that you get to walk through and and decide uh to a degree how how it unfolds you know i mean come on you don't this isn't even about video games do you what do you not like books you, you don't like stories, you know? <laughs> I will gaslight you into liking adventure games if I have to. <laughs> I have installed Kathy Rain on so many people's laptops. A few, like, just to come by, they'll come over and I'll be like, here, hold on. And I'll just, I'll, I don't care what I need to do. You got to put something on there that you think they're going to enjoy. And, and nobody clicks. Like, I'm like, do you re do you notice there's like a little icon? The, la the last person was my mother-in-law. I'm like, because she has no games. I'm like, I put it in the center of her desktop. I'm just like, wow. did you notice the little icon and there's a picture? Sometime you should try clicking on it. It's a game. I don't like games. Yeah, but it's not. I, at forward explanation, Paul just said a minute ago. But no, it's it's still sitting there. Oh, she okay. hasn't clicked so you, on it yet. That, that's, no, it's, it's cathartic to hear that. So you, you've tried the same approach thinking it because oh, it's God, yeah. it works on paper. It's a brilliant argument on paper. Yeah. It's like this isn't about video it's not like video games right no, there's no there's not. no none exactly. of that there's no bloody exactly. violence and you know it's it's yeah well anyway i guess the people listening <laughs> you either you know you hey, if you've it. ever had success okay I, we throw out the whole write-in thing a lot because one we do like when people write in just because it's fun and it is kind of rare uh <laughs> and hmm. and two it's also uh i forgot what two is maybe there wasn't a two it doesn't matter but for real, if you've ever gotten somebody to play an adventure game, how did you? I don't care if they liked it. I did. They're irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. Doesn't matter. How did you get them to play it? Uh, mm -hmm. And then also, did they like it or not? And what was it? 
And how are you doing? Yeah. You know, let me tell us about you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a letter we can read. I have a, a mail message we can read when we're Neat. done talking Gabriel Knight too. So. Uh, very fun. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. So mm-hmm. my car, I just got a text message. My car is literally in New Orleans now. So that's, this is that happening live, people. Yeah, this, this is, is weird. Beautiful. A weird thing that's Love happening it. right now. Um. I, I like that it's driving by itself too. That's, I mean, I, I don't have a car that can do that. Yours can do that. And that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. No, it's, um, mm-hmm. um, not, yeah, it's probably legal. With <laughs> Cars are good at that now. You know, they're not like they used to be back in the days when, you know, you've heard that self-driving. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your car works while you go to work and stuff. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's human urination in the back of your seats when you get back to your car, but it, it's a thing. It did pay for its own bill that month. So, ta-da. Okay, we, we have to address in this game uh, the relationship between uh, Gabriel and Grace because I, I love the sass in there, and it's almost sweet because. It's like the kind of flow to me was at the beginning, he's all like, hey, 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 Grace. And she's like, yeah, right. Not a chance. And then as it progresses and he gets interested in somebody else and she's kind of a little bit like jealous in a way. And she's like, I didn't want anything to do with him. But now he's kind of with somebody else. Now I kind of like him. But then at the end, she's all like giving emotion and trying to give like this emotionally charged overview. And he's kind of like, you think too much, woman. (laughs) And and I love that, that play between the two of them. Like they're always going to be in this mix of loving and hating and, and wanting and not wanting and jealousy and no jealousy and the push, the pull it's, it's sexy, right? That's that charge that you are looking for in, in a sitcom or a movie even. It was totally there. Yeah. I bloody loved it. I, 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 (laughs) admittedly, even at the time, you know, Gabe was, was, is a bit over the top, but like that, that, that was a pretty, I, 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 Correct me if I'm wrong. I just I feel like that that was a lot of personality traits were more overt in in that time of entertainment. You know, watch it, watch it, watch it, bloody late '80s, early '90s movie, and tell me that the fucking they're not really <laughs> like just pushing who they are as a per, as a character at you. It's it's exactly. like it's what they did. So like, there's that. There's the fact that it was written by a female. As far as the people that don't like what Gabe's saying, I mean, I, I, I think exactly. that's a, I, that's kind of checkmate. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then at least at least to, to us it is you know that's that, that'll do again we don't, we don't like talking about trouble um <laughs> um but but as to as to the chemistry thing what i love about it is that grace is is basically in complete control over their relationship the entire game like she's in complete control of of, of gabriel entirely and she's letting she's letting him play she's letting you know She's letting him feel a certain way, but like even he knows that like you know it's not going to happen mm-hmm. unless she wants it to, and she keeps him right where she wants him, and that's what made that that uh, you know spoiler I guess obviously who cares, but but it made that line that you just re- referenced at the very end really really cool. We really just extra funny when when he was like you're overthinking <laughs> or whatever because it's like wait who is in control because she kind of just you know. She kind of just passed him the ball, and he's like, he, and he fucked off with it. So <laughs> it was, yeah, it was kind of funny. You're like, man, this, you know, so he got unpredictable again. Where it's like, oh, wait a minute, who's who's driving here? 
<laughs> so that was yeah, it was fun, and, and that, that that vibe really does a wonderful, wonderful job um, continuity wise of of carrying through Gabriel Knight two, and I look forward to getting getting through Gabriel Knight three one day. But oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, but if you may just tell me it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a surprisingly good time. Mm-hmm. I just gotta I just gotta you know chew that those graphics down like like you know fat egressal. <laughs> Yuck. I still haven't done two, and I said on the other episode, which no one heard, that if anybody okay. said that I should do two, that we should do another episode on it to let me know. And I've had at least five different people say, what, you haven't done two? Oh, my God, obviously you need to. So just saying that I'm now updating what you guys didn't know needed to be updated because you didn't hear it. But that update is I will obviously have to play number two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can back all this up. This, this, all this stuff she said, it, it happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> now it's happening again. But yeah, no, oh, that'd be really cool because I, I, play, I played it like a year ago. It's still kind of fresh for me. It's really, really fun. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Um, so yeah, write in, um, bloody, I'll, 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 I'll check the emails. And if I get it while Anna's beta testing my uh, my game, then I won't show her. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to do anything else right now. You're busy. I <laughs> uh, good. Um, all right. So listen, I've got. Sorry about the listen. I don't. I'm you know being real dictatory this episode. I, I, I my kid's been out of line. Anyway, he's really not. He's sitting dead silent next to me and has been. You're a good boy. Uh, I've got a list of things to say because it's just everything's been flowing naturally. I don't want to just force stuff, so I'm just gonna save all my my bullshit for the end. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm but I'm wondering for you, and I'm not editing this out. Hey everyone, we're just huddling on the side here, real quick. Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering for you. Do you know? Do you do you uh, do you have anything you want to get into before we do randomness? Yeah. Uh, Let's see anything. Uh, no, I, I, I like the way that uh, you move from place to place. I like how the map flows. I like that you only have to watch him drive his motorcycle only when he leaves yes. the bookshop initially, because I think you mentioned it, and but nobody else heard it. Uh, that, <laughs> that that wasn't that wasn't your your favorite, and, and you can go into that if you want. But outside of that, it's really quick. It's really seamless. You go from here to here, and and thanks to modern technology, it doesn't take you know ten minutes to load because the game is so big and beautiful. Remember back in the day, this would have been a slow ass game. You'd be waiting for loading a lot. Right. Yeah. There was. I think it was eleven floppy disks. <laughs> Obviously, there was the CD-ROM version too. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I I've always hated the motorcycle scene. Um, this mm-hmm. one feels weird, right? I, I believe mm-hmm. it or not, everyone. Most of the things we've said this episode so far have actually surprisingly been completely fresh. Um, this is not, <laughs> so it feels weird because I'm repeating something that you know nobody else heard. So whatever. Um, but I hate it. I, I oh, all right, I don't hate it. That's mean, Jesus. Um, <laughs> What if, it's like, like FMV on, and then, you know. Yeah, yeah, this ham-fisted FMV. I was going to say, what if, like, the guy on the bike was listening to the episode? That would be horrible. It'd break my heart. <laughs> Aww, if I, if I know, guy. right? What a dick. I'm the worst. I, all right, listen, I'm coming around on it. <laughs> no, it's it's just, it's weird to me. What I, what I admittedly I don't like is that the whole thing is crazy clean. 
The jeans are brand new. I mean, brand new. Like they went to bloody JC Penny that morning or whatever '90s store, and 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 got got you know Lee jeans or Bongo or whatever '90s jeans and like a fresh pair of boots, like without a scuff, like the the awkwardness of like the first time they've been put on, and, and a bike that's just was rented for an hour. And I hate it. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait. I said I wouldn't hate it. Sorry. Listen. Look. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Just, I wish they just, you know, just didn't do it. It's weird. Um, but, but does it have like an impact on my daily life? Uh, minimal. <laughs> <laughs> At least they yeah. don't do it every time. It would that would suck if you had to yeah. see that yeah. little the, the little scene every time you went anywhere. You'd be like, this is now not in my top five games. Yeah, please don't make me watch a motorcycle cutscene before I have to go anywhere. <clears throat> a certain game. Yeah, that's the one that I recommend to people who want to play adventure games. That's a very good point. But it's not like I could recommend them Thimbleweed Park because they wouldn't get through it. I mean, Thimbleweed Park is a fun game, but it's not the easiest game either. For people that are not super into games, I don't think I'd give them that as their first game. Hmm. Well, that that makes me wonder what the easy mode is like on that game. Oh, yeah, I forgot they have an easy mode. Yeah, but I, I don't that know. Might, if it's, then maybe if, it's if you did it, it would have to yeah. make it at least three or four hours shorter, because yeah. it's 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 an, it's at least a twelve hour game. I think it took me, it took me like twenty one hours. But I'm not good at you know, <laughs> I'm not a <laughs> you know smart man. Um, the cloud bit, bits were hard, you know, ransom and, and like you'd think it would be easy, like it's kind of big pixels and there's only so many places to go, but it's not actually super easy to just figure out what to do all the time. And, uh, and I, I like that. I straight up did not want it to end like at all, no. like fr from the fourth mm -hmm. hour onwards. I'm like, I never yeah. want this game to end. And I just took so my good. time with it. I went so slowly exactly. on purpose. And, and one day we're, we're bloody we're gonna get around to covering it, given that it's own proper episode. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, but for now, bloody what else? Uh, we said a while ago that that the the death scenes in this were were you know something um, <laughs> because they to me they were <laughs> they were yeah they were funny in in how extreme they were, but they were pretty dark for Sierra. Like it wasn't like a fall out of something and splatter. Like that, that, you know, that was violent in the sense you saw guts and blood with Roger or whatever, but like, this is, you know, I'm thinking of the one where the, the giant, the giant voodoo guy walks in the room, grabs you by the throat, lifts you up and just bashes your head against the wall. Like it's so, mm -hmm. it's so it. real. It's, it's, it's like, huh. like it's, there's no, it, it, it wasn't exaggerated in the way it was animated. It was like, that's mm -mm. kind of more like how getting killed would look like. And that shit's really eerie to me. So I'm cursing lots this episode too. I'm sorry, everyone. Listen, I, 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 next episode, we're going to come back after the holidays and I won't be saying listen or, or cursing as much probably. But anyway, the death scenes are gross and awesome. Um, the, yeah. if, not, if not a tough watch at certain times where it's like, whew, geez, that's, yeah. Now I'm thinking about my like, mortality. Sorry. Yeah, the, the mummy guy or whatever in the catacombs, he doesn't just like grab you and you fall down. He like, he grabs you and you like dissolve into blood and guts at his feet, you know? like right just, right they're good all around <laughs> yeah 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 exactly i really like that and i like that um i don't know well i guess before before i break in any sort of like total randomness that i've got written down um i wanted to say and get your thoughts on the puzzles so so yeah you go first what are your thoughts on just kind of the overall 
the overall vibe of the puzzles as if you were tasked with if somebody right now is listening like you know deciding if hearing this is enough for them or if they really want to play the game and they need to know like what the puzzles are like what would you say I would say they're not all entirely obvious. If you don't take notes and you're not thoroughly paying attention to the storyline, it might not be super easy. Also, it's super pixel hunty. Like you might not be able to progress in a story because you've missed clicking on one random place way up high in a bookshelf. But at the same time, like it's divided into games and it's very closed ended. So you're not going to really finish off the day till you've done everything you're supposed to do. 99% of the time, you're not going to get soft locked. I mean, unless you're at the very end and you forget to take certain things um, at the very, very end, you kind of can't get out of that. It definitely doesn't hold your hand. You're definitely not looking at hot spots on the page to click on things. But I mean, it's all logical. The puzzles are logical because it all fits. You know, you have to put pictures together. You have to take evidence. Uh, he, they tell you, Mosley tells you exactly what he's looking for to get the case opened up again when the case closes. You have clear defined goals. There's a built-in hint system sort of that helps. So... Yeah, I, it was good. All of the puzzles were classic Sierra E type puzzles. A lot of it, like it kind of felt like copy protection and it kind of was, you know, with the symbols and things, there was a lot to think of it. It seems a bit overwhelming at times with decoding. Like I felt a little bit of frustration when I had to do some of the decoding stuff. Right, right. And, and then of course there's, there's, uh, there's a difference in the, the CD-ROM version with the floppy version as far as the, the, the copy copy protection and opening screens and just the, the usual the usual kind of nerdy differences that, that you get with Sierra games, but but I guess particularly in the sense with, with anything copyright-related. But I would say back off of, off of that and just on the puzzles as a whole, I would say, like you said, they're, they're really logical. Um I wouldn't say you have to take notes, but but it's it's recommended unless you're unless you are like proper immersed, and mm -hmm. and 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 I guess joking aside, like actually like a good listener. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> other, otherwise, yeah, I take was notes. too busy. Cool if you're not taking, yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> you know, if if not or not to that degree or whatever, take notes. Um, as always, I always gotta emphasize: go to Universal Hints, go to uhs dot uh, uhs hints dot com instead, and use use that instead of a walkthrough. But you know, if you have to, but yeah, the, the puzzles are are logical. It's not it's not King's Quest. It's not Roberta Williams Sierra, um, but but that doesn't mean that that Dagger Vaman Ra or Space Quest Four or so on and so forth um, didn't didn't have moments of of you know didn't have enough to make you just say Sierra E moments. So yeah, it's, 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 it's not on the level of like a Roberta Williams punishing savage sort of thing. Uh, uh, where it's, it's not even punishing or savage. Roberta Williams is just, you know, she likes difficulty. And, and so that's where you get the more moon logic. This, this really, I can't think of one that had any moon logic. And if there mm -hmm. was one I'm forgetting, then let's just say one at most, but there's basically it's logical. I think where the game suffers is, the communication is like a B minus I wrote down in my notes. Like the, the, the way the puzzles are communicated to the player is, is a little that that's, that's the breakdown. I think that's the problem there. Mm -hmm. I remember there's a few times where like the, the, the goal, the task, 
the the thing it it should have been made like maybe just a little bit more clear and it wouldn't have been as frustrating you know it wouldn't have told me what to do it just would have taken some edge off of it but yeah um, i feel that too like uh or even just little things like getting the clay from the the crime scene it i missed i missed i clicked all the thing i thought i got everything out of there i didn't think to look at the clay appropriately which is a dumb thing i should have clicked and looked at everything but because in my brain i guess i processed it processed it as background right right yeah that's fair it's like the it's like the medallion in Diger of amon ra right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <everybody>. exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah um I, I wrote down the, a really random note you, you'll remember this from from the last time that doesn't exist uh that this game came out in 93 and I was like, well, you know, we always just, everybody will throw that out there. It came out in 93 and it's like, how do we, how do we, how do I like, you know, give some relevance to 93. And, and so I checked out movies and I found, I picked two movies out to, to help everybody listening just immediately understand what 1993 would have been like, or, or to remind them what it was like by saying that the, these, these were two, these were two movies from 1993. Jurassic Park, very cool, uh, and very and cool. and Cool Runnings. So Ooh, that Bob was sledding man. Yeah, John Candy. I mean, that was that was pop culture. That was that wasn't a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that was real. Those were real, like as in box office hit big things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a comedy. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I was real. Mm-hmm. Real lives were involved in the making of that stuff. So listen, it, it well, was... that was a real story. Yeah, that was that was the thing. Like the fact oh, right. and fiction oh, shit, blending that too. thing, right? That was, yeah. yeah, it was based on a real thing. I didn't realize how true my statement was till you said that thing. <laughs> but, so uh, true. <laughs> so that has nothing to do with the game, but but again, that was 93. Gabriel Knight, Cool Running, Jurassic Park. There you go. Time mm-hmm. capsule, you know, bury it in the sand. That's all you need to know about 93. Um, and yeah, those <laughs> are good movies. 93 was an interesting year. There was There was stuff... It was it was different time. It doesn't seem like that long ago, but then you watch a movie or play a game from '93, and it's like, damn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's yeah, yeah. It's, the pacing pacing is real slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of weird pacing uh, issues with with older movies now, like the the, the way mm-hmm. the way we like ingest media now is like ruining ruining whole movies for me. <laughs> <laughs> you need a lot of patience. Holy shit. I um, say that to my kid. I'm like, don't worry. It's building up to something. He's like, we're 15 minutes in now. I'm like, you know, some books you have to read the first 400 pages to get into the good stuff. And then my mom will pipe up and go, some series you need to read the first six books to get into the good stuff. I'm like, oh, man, layers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's getting it from but all then, angles. Oh, he does. That's multi-generational house, you know, that's, you get a little bit of everything from everybody. It's, I don't know if it's lucky for him or if it's going to cause mental problems when he's older, but I'm going to say lucky. Yeah. Yeah. 50, 50. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beauty of life. No. <laughs> they, they, uh, they, in Gabriel Knight, uh, they say, now, I guess apparently you've never seen Fiddler on the Roof, but you should have. But in in the game, Gabriel Knight says, I love tradition. I've seen Fiddler on the Roof 100 times, which is really funny if you've seen it, because one of the songs, of course, is called Tradition. Right. And then and then last time I was all like, wow, I didn't know that. 
You know, and then you're like, <laughs> right. you, buddy, how have you not seen Fiddler on the Roof? You're the Jewish guy. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> they, they even uh, have it in a song. They're like, Lahayim, Lahayim, Lahayim. It's a whole, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's really good. You gotta, you gotta go watch that yeah, sometime I, I, before I, you get too old. Yeah. It, I, I had it. It came in the mail with samples of Tide where I lived growing up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I never watched it. I, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to find. I had to get it from a thrift shop, which I did for a dollar. Uh, the D, special edition DVD. So wow, it's Oof. it's a family favorite. I have the CD in the car. My son and I sing it together. I'm not joking. If I were a rich man, is about the best song ever written. Well, I'd have to be just just you know paralyzed from the waist down without being able to reach the remote, and that's on TV. I think at this point, like. <laughs> I know, right? It's I was so lucky. My grandma showcased me all this stuff when I was younger, because right, otherwise yeah. I would never watch it now. But now I watch it because I want my kid to watch it because I watched it. You ever notice, Paul, if you watch something really lame when you're younger, for some reason it gives pleasure to show it to your offspring and oh, try to yeah. convince them how not lame it is, even though like yes. now it's like 30 years lamer than it was yeah. the first time. No, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm one for two. He, he does, he can't stand Ace Ventura, which is fair enough. Again, the pacing, the pacing it's, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, he's, he's, yeah. Uh, but Indiana Jones, he, he is, he has sat through last crusade several times with me. So that, that, that held, that okay. holds up. Yeah. Cause that's, that, I, I, I don't want to not love him. So I'm glad he likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I just said that to my, I was walking, my oldest and my other one, we were in the store and we were on, in a vintage shop looking for vintage computer games because they come up occasionally. And I was talking about other people's kids and how annoying they were. And my son said, oh, it's a good thing you like us. And I said, oh, I did that on purpose because I don't really like other people's kids. And I was worried if I messed up, I wouldn't like you guys either. And I didn't want that to happen. So I, I really worked hard not to make them into unlikable creatures. Yeah, exactly. And we appreciate it. You know, society does. <laughs> exactly. Any anytime we're making a right and the car making a left, you know, knows that he can't go, that's because a parent did a good job. So <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so you have other random notes. What else? Tell me. I'm I'm out of random notes. Read your okay, random we, notes. yeah, we're almost done, people. This is this is this is it. This is go time. This is this is what we play for. Um all right, Madame Custineau. So this is just a highlight of, of good writing, I guess, is, is what my pop filter is off, everyone. So I'm sorry if, if I, you know, do a puh in your ears. Why did I do that? Uh, <laughs> so this is just this is me highlighting a moment of Jane Jensen doing a, a fantastic job of writing once again, which will be uh, the character Madame Constantine. Uh, she touts Christianity, bad mouth voodoo practice, and... Um, uses is it Grigory? i think you say Grigory, uh in terms uh and things like that so uh, basically that was very sloppy of me what i'm trying to say is that you know while, while her while her character is is slandering and tearing apart you know the voodoo practice and people who who practice it and things like that and you know uh, touching on some very sensitive issues real issues because this is you know again based around historical things um Jane takes the opportunity to point out the hypocrisy in this lady where, where she's, you know, 
saying that Christianity is the way to go, but, but is using charms in the same sense, like as she's talking, you know, with rosaries is the same sense that, that, uh, voodoo people, you know, practitioners would use Grigory and, and things like that. So I just, I think that's very, very smart writing in the sense where it's, um, showing, showing things universally, right. As things are, as opposed to, you know, some sort of biased uh, view, view on something. Um, so anyway, that's that's a note on just just good good job way to write way to do a writing Jane. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, one of my notes says ten days. So way earlier in the episode, I should have been like, hey, there's there's ten days in this game. So there <laughs> now you know that Willie Walker, he's a Dixieland drugstore owner, and my note says Willie isn't real helpful. So yeah, he is actually that you go back. I don't know how many times I went back to Willie to ask him my conversation tree. And I'm like, you have freaking nothing new to say. It is a new day other than like that conversation with the lady and and getting talking about the mask and that he is. And even then he is really unhelpful. You're like, oh, could you tell me a little bit about your customer? And he's like, no, not really, man. I'm like, well, thanks. Yeah. Okay. well. Yeah, no, I I, I had I had some choice words with Willie Walker uh, in the privacy (laughs) of my own home. (laughs) <laughs> be useful damn it yeah i can't believe all i wrote in my notes is willie isn't real helpful like what the that's, no. that's that's not real helpful to me past paul you dick i'm trying to bloody <laughs> entertain people on the fly here and you're like willie isn't real helpful well fucking <laughs> thanks a lot guy like that's all i can really say to you guys now thank you anna for giving that context actually and you know sorry for cursing again i'm gonna put a bloody dollar in the jar or whatever so that's okay. Listen, I got a I, note that says haircut. I'm like, haircut? Well, why? Okay. <laughs> what is that? Me I mean, thank you. Yeah. I mean, is this something <laughs> I'm supposed to do? <laughs> Thanks, Anna. <laughs> and probably knew what that was like two weeks ago. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Yeah. Well, listen, this show is held together by a glue stick and, you know, <laughs> it, it, it does a great job of it. So listen, I got, I, I'm going to have to honestly, if, I could put in the description. I, I I could put in the description. A drinking game would be to drink every time I say "listen." I just I don't like drinking, so I was like, I should stop saying this, but I'm halfway through it, so I just said it anyway. But you know, listen, damn it, I did it again. You Whew, haven't. I'm, gonna... I'm guessing you haven't played any Zelda games because you got that. What is it? That Navi, right? Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, <laughs> listen. But like that's through the whole game. You have to like hear that. Oh God. I get it yeah, though. It's yeah. Navi. Yeah. That's it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm working on Every it. Every time you say it, I'm picturing that character, the little fairy, which is second to Cedric, I think, the most annoying video game character in existence. Not that you were annoying me. I mean, you weren't annoying me, but it did remind me of that. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I, I shit, I did it again. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good. I really got it. Whew. All right, guys. Listen. Oh my God. All right. caught in the loop look just hit restore i think you need to go to an earlier save point (laughs) oh my god i gotta get out of this episode all right guys i got a few more things i'm determined to say at you you say your things i'm gonna read an email and then we will let everybody go Okay, so the code breaking, I like that. Now, the, the the mummies in the end, the cave sequence is, mm-hmm. is, is one of my favorite parts in any video game of all time. I, I love it, and as an adult, I, I, I get scared. I, I get <laughs> my nipples stand at attention 
and and Ray's in fear. It's it's like the creepiest feeling along with the music, the whole castle vibe, the the the, the globe trotting. Like you get to travel all around town, and then you get to leave and go to Germany, and and just mm-hmm. it captures like just the coolest European sort of vibe and sprinkled in where New Orleans already kind of has that sort of vibe for an American town. And uh, that's another note sloppily mixed in with the previous note. Um, this is another way to do a writing Jane note. So, so uh, way to, way to do a writing part two, the victims. Um, I just thought this was cool. So the victims are like missing their, their hearts uh, or this is an example, missing hearts, uh, heart to <laughs> there's leopard fur found around the body. Uh, there's seven people dead in six weeks. Um, Gabriel Knight's like having leopards. Sorry, having night, <laughs> having nightmares with leopards in them. Um, there's ritualistic night stabs. Mysterious patterns are found around this, the the crime scene. Um, and I, I know I'm just kind of blabbering. This is a point I should have brought up when I had the mental stamina to do so. But I'm just saying, there's a lot going on here in this game, and it's really cool. Like you got ritualistic murders with specific patterns around the scene and carved into them, and like weird cryptic mysterious things like a spot of leopard fur um and then previous to that you're like wait when gabriel was having a dream like me the player it wasn't like a quick flash of a leopard like what the what does that mean what's going on like it's it's a proper mind thing i ran i used my allotment of curse words it's a proper go (laughs) go at the mind you know some coitus with your you know brain words uh so it's 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 that's an example of what I, I guess I'm still tr- battling to say when I'm trying to, you know, say it's a good game, I guess. Look, mm-hmm. I've got more notes, but it doesn't matter. Let's do the, let's do the letter. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to agree with you and say it is a good game. Good enough that I played it not just once, not just one and a half times, but two and a half times because I soft locked myself. So and any game that can do that to me uh, in this day and age is pretty awesome. Uh, it has to be. Because I'm an adult, I'm super busy, and I don't have time to play a game. And I did play it, and more than once. So if that if that's not enough reason for you, I don't know what could be. Uh, on to the um, uh, sorry, one and one last thing. So sorry, sure. sorry everyone. <laughs> Hi guys, listen. <laughs> I got <laughs> I got just just two things that are interesting. I just I, I I'd be remiss. You know, if I didn't let you share with you. So, so this is, I think, sincerely really cool. And I didn't know this uh, until researching for this episode the, the, the first time. When you, uh, when you get a call from a man, in the, when, so you're playing the game, and somewhere along playing the game, you get a call from a man, and he claims to be your family, and he's in Germany. Uh, it's, it's Wolfgang. Um, that is when the manual says you should stop and read the accompanying graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Yes, I good point. I had no idea that there point. was a time you were supposed to do that. So, so basically, like, like me, for example, I've played this game, I think, four times, maybe six, definitely not mm-hmm. five, and I still haven't read the GD manual. I think Anna read it, like, while I was peeing mm-hmm. last episode. That's I did. Well, I was like, I'm just going to quickly read through this. And it was really, really short. And it was really interesting because it gave you a rundown of Gabriel's family history going back, you know, in the generations. It was it was really cool. The graphics were beautifully done. Super worth checking out if you happen to have it. It's on 
online available to you know archive.org and those various other places they've got copies around to look at yeah yeah you can grab a pdf or whatever in that sense um because mm-hmm. uh, yeah i remember for a while it didn't come with the gog but i think they i think they made good on that but uh, anyways um mm-hmm. what, what's what's really cool or, or no actually sorry i'm trying to close off two points so so i guess to, to the initial point i'll just say that like if you're like me and you just somehow for whatever reason just haven't read it and like you probably also have the pdf in your dropbox but you just still haven't read it like I'm saving it for the next time I play now that I know when I'm supposed to read it. Right. So there's mm-hmm. the point. It's like just, just in a fun sort of like, you know, uh, play along with it sort of way. And, uh, and like Anna said to it is like a supplementary, the, I believe the graphic novel is it's like insight into the fathers themselves. Right. Like the, that error, uh, 17th century or wherever totally, the wild stab at the century. No idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and then the only other thing that I was going to say real quick is that I just think it's weird. I just think it's kind of weird how there's 3D modeling, hand-drawn comic strips, live action, and pixel art all in one game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it runs the whole gamut. I mean, I when when you bring in all those celebrities, you have to ring all the bells and make all the stops yeah, happen. Yeah, that's so true. That's so yeah. You got your 3D, you know, pendulum, and you got your bloody. Or talisman, you get your uh, live, your FMV, you know, your pixel mm-hmm. or your comic strips. Yeah, it's a ride. It's awesome. Love this game. Yeah. Then the the end. I'm all done now. <laughs> all right. Well, then we are going to jump into an email. Well, okay, it's not an email. Now, here's somebody who uh, was looking to send us a message through the Classic Gamers Guild podcast Facebook page, and apparently you can't send messages to a page. That's a thing. Um, So he's written to us right in the Classic Gamers Guild on Facebook, and uh, I've also responded that it's always lovely to get an email. We get excited because right now the only emails we get are, hey, don't forget to pay for the stuff that you do Uh, so an email from a fan or a non-fan or a listener or you know somebody who accidentally emails us because publishers clearinghouse I don't know but it's all exciting and this is the uh, this is the message from uh, forgive my uh, pronunciation but uh, Amar Sabeta Uh, it is uh, is it just me Or is it not possible to send a message to the page? Well, I've already explained that. Sorry to repeat. Um, Anyway, I guess I will do it here. It would be, would it be too much for me to request an episode on Sid Meier's Civilization? I know you guys mostly deal with adventure games, but you did one on SimCity, so why not Civ? There was even an episode on Jones in the Fast Lane, which I happen to love. Unlike some people, we all know, ha ha, gee, Paul, wonder who he's talking about. You've also done one about Fallout and GTA. <laughs> Fucking Jones. I swore for you. That's all right. I made I made a meme of that. Back, I wasn't on the podcast, so I was I was faithfully listening to every episode and and writing down what I thought. And I came across that episode and I made a meme. It was just Jones and and that's what it said on it. And I posted it somewhere on a podcast episode. I thought it was great. Anyways, so civilization is celebrating 30 years, and it sure deserves an episode, doesn't it? I remember Anna said she played the first one and loved it so much and she hated number two because it wasn't Civ 1. So that is the email and uh, I would love to but I can't imagine in any world that Paul would. So what I was thinking in my head if we were going to take this idea and turn it into an episode maybe we could each play or talk about three games that the other person 
and hasn't played and explain why either they should play it or what they like about it. Something like that. I don't know. Off the top of my head. What do you think? Yeah, I like that angle. All right. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not yeah. going to try to convince you to play it. That's just stupid. That's not going to happen. So no offense. Yeah. Okay. Call. Maybe maybe we can maybe we can even uh, do, do, do uh, <laughs> Maybe we can even uh, like behind behind the, the the curtain, bloody come up, uh, figure out figure out games that like we kind of don't want to play, but we really think yeah. that it would like, yeah, and break it yeah, down. Yeah, something like that. We're, we're yeah, gonna bloody, would... we're gonna work with you because you wrote us an email and that's exciting. I mean, it wasn't an email, exactly. but <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Maybe now that you've heard we're reading this on air, you'll be super motivated. And oh, on top of it, uh, this. Uh, Lovely person has also, uh, they know fun facts about the game, Sid himself, micro pros. That's all cool stuff. I, I have uh, Sid's memoir. I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to it because he must be one of like the smartest people out there in the world to be making games like what he makes. So, Yeah. Well, I I don't have really the jurisdiction to be saying yeah, but I don't want to leave you hanging. Either, you know? I don't I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, there's nice comments too. Just one more podcast episode. Just one more. It's simply impossible. I tried. Ah, well, thanks uh, also to both of all of you for saying such nice things. And and we eat it up because we don't really hear much of anything back because we're a podcast and we're just talking at people. We don't hear you sitting there going, yeah, 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 guys, that's right. I feel the same way, but I know there's somebody out there who does feel that way. Wow, is that what our listeners sound like? The Canadian version of them, yeah. Every person, there's a Canadian version of every person. That's just the Canadian version of you. Who, you, Yes, you, that thinks it sounds like you. That is you that I mean. Like your inner Canadian spirit animal or whatever. Yeah, everybody's got one. Yeah, the little maple leaf inside of you. That's right. It comes out every time you uh, take a shot of maple syrup. Yeah, or fall on some ice or whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that's it. That's the message. Yeah, you know what? We will have to bring up Civilization. I spend the most time, I would say, now with uh, Civilization 3, but Civ 1 always has had a place in my heart. So yeah, we'll we'll look at that. Civ 1, for sure, bro. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're super. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to bring it up to where it's not me just like eating a taco while Anna talks about it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do this right. <laughs> I don't know how, but we're damn it, we're gonna do it right. So yeah, for real. Thanks for writing, mate. That was cool. Um, all right, that's that's our show. That's 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 a wrap. Everybody, you can't stay. Go home. Um, thanks for listening to our show. I don't know. I just thought I'd try something new, and I I regret it. Let's uh, let's. <laughs> Let's let's say the things I gotta say. So oh no, I have two versions of my notes now. This is so confusing. All right. Come join the community in the discussion on Facebook. We're a page. We're a group. We're on Facebook. I just kinda said that, but you can go on Facebook and find us there because we're paging a group we're on Facebook. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh bloody find us there. You could get us on Twitter. Anna's Anna's doing the Twitter. It's it's at CGG Podcast. That's also the Instagram, but you know, I, I personally, Instagram is dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff. I post the episode. People don't really interact. I think Twitter seems more interactive a little bit. I'm not There's trying to down things. Instagram, though. You yeah. contact me anywhere, and I will find it, and I might get the message late, but I will get it. 
I'm all alone on MySpace. You know, please send, <laughs> please send your friends. Um, ICQ me. <laughs> so, so it's at CGG Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow the, the 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 podcast, you know, on Twitter or say hi to Anna, uh, or you know, whatever. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Phantom Fellows. Um, that's where that's where I sometimes am at on Twitter. Uh, you send us an email, mail at classicgamersguild.com. Uh, that's, that's a good place to do an email at. So, you know, go ahead and do that. If you, if you talk somebody into playing an adventure game, please, please tell me how, please. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, why you got to make it weird? You guys. Unbelievable. All right. Anyway, so thank you to all of our Patreons, speaking of you guys, because, you know, there's for how many listeners we get the percentage of which are patreons is is good probably like for me it's good Mm -hmm. i don't know what the bar is but i'm happy so you guys are awesome because i'm looking at everybody now we got your ronald i love you ronald we got ona and gus paul southington wait don't put your names be gentle with them chad armstrong (laughs) what's up dude great 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 um gratum brendan s higa mar mari shit I'm in too deep. I gotta say it. I mean, <laughs> you gotta do it now. You either, and then he can send an email and explain how to say it right. Mauricio, Mauricio CV, but CV's like initials. Yeah, I hope. I hope that's. I hope I did it justice, mate. Uh, Jude Gore, what's up, man? Uh, Jay Holmes, uh, Joshua Blum, Bruce Bernizzi. I mean, he's been on the show. I should be able to say that one. Actually, I'm allowed to not say that one, right? Because he's a mate. Hi, Bruce Bernizzi, probably. What's up, mate? Uh, Joshua Ryan Cost, Richard Simpson. Samson. Sorry, did I say Simpson? Uh, uh, Roberta Vaughn. And just so weird. So, that, you know, you guys are awesome. That's, that's everybody. That's all the names. They got said. There's another 200 and more people that just heard your names and they're like, what? <laughs> I want to bloody hear my name. That was crazy. So, you know, step right up. Give us a dollar. We'll say your name. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, and, and yeah, so we love you guys. Thank you very much for, for doing the Patreon thing. If you want to become a Patreon, chuck us a buck. You can do so at patreon.com. We're going to, we're probably going to reorganize our, our, our Patreon, like the way it's kind of done here. And, and, uh, as we, as we reshift the show for the new year and keep up this kind of more live approach that we've been doing, um, and, and get out more Patreon content. And I'm not just talking crap because we did put something out on Patreon for you a lot, like two weeks ago or whatever. If you didn't know about it, it's there and it's, it's fine. I mean, don't get excited, but it's something that's there. It's like, it's not too long. So if you don't like it, it's like, it's cool. It's like three minutes, but, um, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's like cute at best, (laughs) (laughs) but we're trying to get more stuff out to you guys. I I think we're going to try and rework the, the tier situation too, because it's, it's a bit rigid right now. It's like, give us a dollar, give us, you know, 10 of them. And I just, you know, maybe maybe we need middle ground or something because uh, whatever. But either way, thanks for, for you guys. And if you don't, you know, pay for the show, that's cool, too, because, like, you listen to us say, say words about stupid stuff, and that's that validates it, <laughs> which means we should do it again in two weeks from now, which we will. Sorry this episode was late. We, 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 we did do it. We did it twice, and we're done doing it. So this is, this is for sure it. If it, you know, 
if this comes out live and it's just one track of me talking to myself and then breathing loudly while Anna does, that's that's what we're getting because we're not doing this again. But I hope I hope you guys liked it. If you want to hear Gabriel Night Two, let us know. Uh, have a Merry Christmas. I, if you if that's not your thing, uh, I hope you had a good Hanukkah. If that's not your thing, then then just get off all the way off my back. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> too many things. I hope I hope you guys are good. Whether or not there's a holiday, you know, honestly, I, I, I hate, I, I kind of hate the holidays. It's nice. It's just really expensive and a little stressful. And, you know, uh, you know, I'm peeing out of my ass right now because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> always end on a strong note, guys. Don't do murder. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.